Hello and welcome to this week's episode of We Are All Idiots. This is Tan Weir from Perth. And it's Faraz from London. So this week we um, are going to talk about a topic that is, um, it's it's been in the news um, recently and we've all the events that have gone on this week. Um, we decided to talk about this uh, rather than the other topic that we had in mind, which we have sort of postponed. Um, so we had a topic in mind uh, related to this one for a future episode, um, which was sort of relate, related to racial injustice and and um, pre- prejudices. Prejudices? Prejudice? Is that how I say it? Prejudice. Um, prejudice. <laughs> um, but in light of the events that that have happened this week, we thought it would be more appropriate to talk about um, this and probably some deeper issues. Um, it's it's actually affected me quite a lot. Um, you know, I I thought that maybe I shouldn't shouldn't watch the uh, the event in full, but. But I decided to watch it um, because you know you can't turn a blind blind eye to these kind of things, and you have to make yourself aware of the issue. And um, if I'm very honest, it was it was quite it's quite brutal. Um, and in my opinion, you know, it was a lot more brutal than um, than seeing a shooting, for example. It's um, you know it was it was just such a such an inhumane um, thing to witness for eight minutes or whatever um however long that went on i don't know how you felt for us i'm sure you've seen it as well yeah so it was super uncomfortable to watch to be honest um when you look at it what was it five minutes in and after that he stopped breathing and told other people i told other people just I, i don't know if you really have the stomach to be able to watch the whole thing and to just think that someone is inflicting pain on someone else over something, I think they're trying to put it down to the fact that he had a $20 bill that was a forged note or something, which is like we've all probably picked up or or used money from a cash point that is maybe a forged note. And what, like, you deserve to, to die for that? He probably didn't even know. And even if it, even if he did know, like it was so extreme, and it's, it, I feel like it's just, I, I just can't imagine what goes through someone's head. To and it wasn't, it wasn't one person; it was four people, man. Like four people, in they were all kneeling on him, and the fourth one was standing around. Like what the hell was that? And this is the like I just can't believe just watching that video, the human side of things. I mean, it's you know, when someone, an unarmed person, handcuffed on the ground, stops breathing, is continually gasping for air and shouting that he can't breathe. What kind of what kind of a person do you have to be to continue doing that? No, but take a step back. Like, why are you on his neck in the first? Yeah. Place? Like, yeah. What, what, like, I can. Un- okay, fine. You can hold someone down. I don't know what the. I don't know how. I haven't watched anything before. Like, I don't think we've access to know exactly how he got taken down and and this and that. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't think that was part of the video, right? But to, no. What, what does kneeling on someone's neck do to help restrain them? 
Are you trying to like you're trying to stop them breathe? That's the only reason you're on someone's neck is to stop them breathing. You mm. know, face on his face would have probably been better, even though that is unnecessary mm. and um, uh, an unnecessary level of force um, for for any policeman to use to kneel on or put pressure on someone's head against the ground. But then if you're doing neck, that is as bad as it gets. It's worse than yeah. that. Like you said, like if you're shooting someone, the pain is like instant gone. You're, you're done. You're finished. If you're on someone's neck for eight minutes. Well, it's, it's prolonged and it's prolonged brutality, isn't it? I mean, you, you shoot someone and for, I'm not condoning that and I'm not justifying that behavior, but it happens in an instant. And yeah, reaction. He's trying to say that, look, both are, are pretty messed up, but this is just, this is beyond anything because yeah. this is just inhumane. This is watching someone get tortured. And this is a police officer. What people need to realize, like, I, I, I've always thought, like, I look around and I, I've thought of, police as being there as being a, a measure of saving lives, acting to protect people. But I know so many people, even in the UK, that say whether it's um, uh, people driving, and I know this happens for sure, people getting stopped on the roads, it is significantly higher an Asian mm. male or black male in the UK getting stopped on the roads. And it's... Mm significantly higher in the US the people getting shot by a police officer in the US is a black male like like young black male people are scared if they have a brother a daughter a, a, a brother a son whatever it might be like they are scared if they are out like that is not acceptable in like in any society so in the US this is um uh, it's in all kinds of cities or is it concentrated in some cities? Um, because I'm not really, I mean, I'm, I've heard a lot, of course, what you just said, and I've seen a lot of stats that are, uh, that, you know, it's just, they're mind blowing, to be honest. I mean, they were eye opening um, when I saw them only recently, I've heard about them before, but when you see the stats, um, and like you mentioned, they're significantly higher, and they're weighted heavily in 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 that um, in that way. Um, so, is it is it all over the country? I'm not fully sure, but I think so. Obviously, yeah. where there's where there's a higher proportion of, I don't know, I'm not too sure actually. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, the point is the point is that it is it's it, it's not an isolated problem. Oh no! I, I I'd be very interested to see what the exact statistics are um, mm. for, for number of um, kind of police brutality cases um, against black individuals in the US in any mm. year, and it's it's probably a ridiculous it's probably a ridiculous number. So I'm trying mm. to see. Um, Well, I'm trying to I'm trying to work it out, but yeah, it's 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 a ridiculous number of people. And and the thing is, so we're looking initially. My thinking was okay, get rid of their guns. But clearly, mm. that is not that's not the issue. The issue isn't that the fact that they have guns is there's 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 a bigger problem. 
there's a bigger problem in the system where these guys it's not about um protection they're not they're not protecting anyone by pinning this guy down and putting their pressure on the neck they're just inflicting pain and something that they have either been taught have learned through some experience of some sort or or i don't know what they've picked up on the way but they're purely just taking that energy and just throwing it in different directions in black communities and it's just crazy to think that that like yeah like this is being done without a gun yeah yeah and then is it i mean i i you know without being there and without being a person who um who a person of that race who goes through these problems in the country it's i think the issue has to be a little bit deeper than that because for again going back to that human side of things someone to do that for that long and it's not an isolated incident. Um, do, you know, this kind of kneel, someone kneeling on someone's neck for that long, and it's the whole thing has been videoed, could be an isolated incident. But it obviously happens, the police brutality, and you see all the, um, uh, the protests happening in the US at the moment. So it's not isolated for sure. It's, it's happened for a long time, and all the stats are there for us to see. So it's a like you mentioned before, it's a systemic problem, but also from the human side of things. I mean, uh, uh, you know, before the conditioning happens, is is there a certain kind of people that are being recruited into the system? Because you have to be, you have to be pretty messed up to to kneel on someone after they've respond stop responding for another three minutes, and they've already been screaming that they can't breathe. Yeah, and it's like you said, it's not it's not an isolated case. Like, there's other other videos I've seen where someone, like a, a young black boy, he must have been about nine, ten. He's being held down, no idea what for, but he's getting punched and kicked. And then there's another one where you've got um, in in the guy's garden. He's on the front front lawn. He's on his stomach, lying down, and his hands are in the air. No hint. There's no and the thing is, people are so scared to even like move their hands because they the, the mm. police use that as an excuse to fire. Mm. Like, how crazy is that? Like because of they just don't they want to like prove they want to show no like I've got nothing in my hands, got nothing in my possession, and like it's still like they 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 put so much fear into into the black community, and we'll get onto that into in a in a in a bit of in a little bit of time. We'll go into detail on that side. But there is, yeah, like on the recruitment side, like are they checking these guys for any anger management aspects that they need to be considered for? Are they looking at any um, mental health state, anything like that? Because we can't just say like down the line, we can't just be like, oh, like he had mental health issues and this and that. Mm. Because mm. What, what the whole system of police officers has this running through it, through the blood of the system. And what we have mm. to look at is it doesn't matter if not everyone is doing it, right? Yeah. It doesn't matter because the most important thing in any system is if it is let and left to happen, it, it, it's going to just keep happening. It's as simple as that. Like, like if, you, if, the, if, that, if the four police officers that were there, if one of them was doing it and the other three said, 
what are you doing? Get off him. We've got him. He's pinned down. The guy wouldn't have died. All four of them are to blame for that murder, even though one of them was on the neck. I don't know what injuries the guy had um, actually suffered. I don't know. The post-mortem, I believe, had said something about there were other conditions that were there. Yeah, yeah. I read that as well. Yeah. Like, that's... What, I don't know how that can come to conclusion. He, like the guy's on his neck. If he wasn't on his neck, the guy wouldn't have died. It's as simple as that. You don't just die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know the the police officer has been charged for murder and manslaughter. So it's it. I, I think it's it's um, uh, they're not using that the pre existing conditions or whatever issues that he had as as any excuses, but. I agree. It's as simple as that, isn't it? That he would have, he would have survived if he wasn't on being knelt on. Just any, any. Forget the kneeling now. Any use mm. of of disproportionate force is. Force. Yeah. It doesn't need to be done. Any police, and I see it so much in the US, much less in the UK. I believe, from my um, angle of what I've seen, I think. I think the system thinks there are some skews in it in terms of the way um, police officers over here deal with certain uh, crowds of people or whatever it might be. But I think there's a disproportionate, especially in the US, there's a disproportionate amount of cases where people are using um, unnecessary force. And there is just just this element of fear going through the system. And of course, like you're going to have this, we're seeing a massive riot uh, like massive number of riots across the whole country, you're going to see uproar. You're going to see people so frustrated that this keeps happening. Like how many times mm. has that happened before people get pissed off? Mm. Mm. And well, the, 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 the problem is that it keeps happening and we have these kind of protests and things don't seem to change. Um, and again, we don't know enough about the system and we're not, in the country so we can only have have an outsider view in, view in but the outside of view in is that things don't seem to change and um and and you know it's it's uh, yeah look I was with the is it systemic you're talking about we've talked about conditions we've talked about recruitment and it's it's clearly it's widespread because you know, have a sample size of four policemen, you could say that what at least one of them should have had the human. Um, it's just being human. I mean, he, he he could have had something to say. Just get off him, but there wasn't. So, you know, uh, is everyone like that in 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 the? in the police force in the US or I mean what's what's going I on? I mean I, I'm just being like that. Yeah, I can't imagine everyone being like that. But at the same time no, no, exactly. Like yeah. why is that allowed like they've been fired. Okay, cool. Like so mm, it's mm. a bigger problem than just the police that we have to explore. Like mm. if the, like, we both discussed that video earlier that you you'd watched and, and I've seen it as well where there's the the lady in um is it central park central park yeah 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 where she had a dog that is meant to be um on a leash because that's the rules of the park the black gentleman um who basically said look can you put your dog on a leash and 
she was basically flipping out because he's videoing her and she called the police. And then she's trying to put like, it's very easy for her to play the card of saying there's an, she even explicitly said he's, it's an African American man in front of me. Yeah. I think she said it a couple of times as well. And yeah. it actually turned out that he's, he's a well-educated, he's a Harvard graduate. <laughs> yeah. Cause he knew he, and he would have known every, everything in the book that he, she was going to throw at him. He knew it yeah. as well. And, and that's the thing, like when you have people that are trying to manipulate the system, there is, she knew what the system was, was going to deliver. She knew as soon as she said those two words, the person, the police force would attend to the quote unquote crime in a fraction of the time. If she just didn't mention that word at all. And that mm-hmm. is what the problem is, is there's a, a whole narrative of basically these people are worse than us um gonna cause more damage than us gonna not they're not gonna progress as far as us or whatever it is there's this whole narrative of mm. uh superior superior uh, superiority complex inferiority so like it it's not just the police system it is the mm-hmm. whole system in its entirety and where does it stem from obviously trump is only in power now but any leader that's there has to have policies in place where it tries to take people away from that and i'm, I'm not saying i always say this I'm, i my my view is always okay forget what's happened up to now we, we need to look at things right now and look at the problems right now we can't say oh look this many years ago this happened and then there's a retaliation and then there's another retaliation and like you you, you would always expect a, a retaliation of some sort of course but forget that at this point in time. What do we have to change to take away these problems in the system? Because they exist. We can't be naive and think they don't exist. And we can't just uh, scapegoat and look at other issues and say, um, oh, yeah, like all lives matter. We shouldn't just look at, look at Black Lives Matter. That isn't the narrative of the Black Lives Matter, the Black Lives Matter campaign. It's about saying Black lives need to be considered in inequality and in the same um kind of meter as white lives Asian lives, whatever it is it needs to be considered as the same and we need to consider that properly and look at what the um inequalities are in the system right now and of course me and you don't have um first-hand experiences in this we're not black but we have to i think the most important thing and um it's something the other day on on my social media is the most important thing to tackle with any to tackle any issues is to be or recognize yourself on the other side of it and say, okay, these guys, whether it's um, and I think we'll probably talk about this in, in a lot more depth in other uh, podcast episodes as well, whether it's uh, issues of race and maybe maybe some of the listeners are are white um, or maybe they haven't dealt with them, it doesn't mean the issues don't exist. And the same mm. with um, women in leadership or or women empowerment um, movements. We're not women, but we can understand those points of views and try and elevate those people's opportunities or or open doors or make things equal. Because that's all people want is for, for equality to be the case. No one's asking for things that are unreasonable. People are asking for things to be done which seem to exist for 80% of the population in certain areas 
And for some reason, 20%, ah, you know what, forget these guys. We'll just leave them in 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 whatever area society they're in. It's fine. We, we can neglect those people. We, that's where the problem lies is that it's neglecting a, a, a whole community of people. And because of that, I, I, yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it, it's, it's definitely widespread. But the ironic thing is you and I both have visited US recently. Mm. Um, as, as recently as a couple of months ago, and the the thing is, when you go there, it's it's there a lot of the people that you encounter. They're so racially sensitive, uh, at least outwardly, and it's you know you you can't you can't joke about anything with you know it, it's I, I'm from Australia, so there's um, there's certain you know, Australians are a little bit more relaxed in in some some ways. I'm also a person of of color. I'm in, originally Indian, so I I do have friends who we joke around with and and that sort of thing. But in in the US, it seems that it's 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 a lot more sensitive than even the UK, for example. But on the other hand, then you have all these issues exist. So what's, I mean, why? Uh, uh, this is what I, I just don't understand, that you've got majority of the population who's probably um, uh, sensitive to these things and they're not, um, it, it's not in, ingrained in them, at least at least not from an, from an outside view, but are they just conditioned um, to subconsciously behave in a way that, they do actually discriminate and they do have prejudices when they um, when they go about in their normal lives. Like, for example, that girl in Central Park, um, she, I read something that she posted on her social media saying that um, she's deeply apologetic for this and she's it's, it's not uh, something that she would do normally. Um, but obviously in that heat of the situation, she's conditioned to subconsciously behave like that and it's well, i think it's not like you can't say i wouldn't normally behave in that way like what does that mean you mm, do mm, like it doesn't matter yeah, what yeah, you yeah. normally do yeah i know if you're not faced yeah. with a scenario if you're not faced with i don't know it could be anything if you're not faced with it and then you're suddenly being whatever like you're reacting in the natural way that you would respond yeah, exactly. And what, yeah, exactly. I completely agree. And subconscious is the real is is the real you, isn't it? You you put on something and you um you might say later on that this is not something I would normally do, but when faced with the situation, that is it's your inst your instinct takes takes over and that is you. That is the real you. Yeah, and I think it it's the interesting case with I think we have to kind of explore the US slightly differently as well because like the u.s has grown out of it's, it's hard to say yeah the u.s has grown in a way where there's so many um african americans there now right mm. Mm. Yeah. they they're not african and they're not considered american in its full entirety but they mm. You know what I mean? Like it's quite a, it's it's such an interesting dimension that we're looking at right now because they they they're their own kind of um, culture and it's broadly considered 
like by most things right now, is considered cool, like everywhere, whether it's um, music, whether it's fashion, everything. But then, Sports. yeah, and it's and it's and yeah. it's then, so if it's considered cool, why does it? Why does all this stuff still exist in the system? And it's often the thing is people are happy to stand up and take the good sides of things, right? But they don't want to mm. fight the problems. If they mm. think cool, like it's the same thing as oh yeah, the majority of the population is um, is not racist. We can say that, but it's not about just not being racist. It's about being anti-racist. It's about like standing up. If you see something, if you if you mm. see something in a train or in the street would you be going to stop it or would you just kind of feel like, oh, you know what, like I'm not too sure whether I should stand up and, and make a difference. I'm just a bit scared. Well, like yeah. you're going to just be on the back bench and not do anything. And is that any better? No, it's probably your, 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 whether you're saying as part of the issue, I, don't, I can't say you're to the same extent, but yeah, you're letting it happen. I think I think it's even further that uh, I would go a step further, and I I think sometimes I I would say that I I probably would be part of that problem is when, um so that that example that you gave that is still in some way you experiencing it not directly but you're witnessing it so you're part you're part of that event but it's I think the the issue is when you haven't experienced it you haven't seen it firsthand. But you know it exists, and this is this is something that I've mentioned to you in the past. That I've I came to this country um, at the age of fifteen, and it didn't take me too long to feel um, assimilated. And I didn't I haven't directly experienced any kind of hatred, but I have heard a number of times, and I've I, a lot of people ask me, oh. Well, I've heard Australia is very racist. Oh, how how do you feel? I said, well, you know, I've lived here 25 years and I haven't really felt any kind of hatred, which is, you know, maybe I've been lucky. Um, uh, but that's the only thing I can put down to when people keep asking. Um, so I think I think that's what you were trying to say just then, that, you know, if I think you become part of the problem when you know there's an issue, but because you haven't experienced it, you sort of become that anti. Yeah, it's just ignorant, isn't it? In in essence, like you're just ignorant to a problem that occurs. And I think most mm. people are ignorant to global issues that are, are affecting so many people in the world. And I think mm. the important thing right now is to tackle things. Like in 2020, to think that certain things exist in the world where people are getting treated as basically worth less, like so, some humans have a lower value than other humans in the world. Mm. Like, mm. And I, I know, like I always tell people, don't like, we don't want to digress and go into other areas. I've seen a lot of stuff in the last few days. Um, I've seen, literally there was a video that I saw or, or a photo I saw two days ago. And it was of basic, I, obviously uh, news puts out similar kind of stuff at the same time. They want to obviously bring out other related issues and stuff. And it was of a, um in israel i think it was where uh, a child um, a palestinian child was being pinned down um in exactly the same form in his neck um mm. by um an israeli soldier and it just makes you think i was like we we're not facing those problems but we have to be mm. 
aware of what's going on in the world because, and we have to stand up for those people, whether it's um, black Americans uh, that we, we don't know the issues. We have to have the conversation. We have to provide them with an opportunity to, to speak up and in, in terms of in, in rooms where they may not necessarily be heard at the moment. And we have to kind of carry the torch alongside them. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. I always think it's not the people that um, are going through the issue that would necessarily make the breakthrough to make other people understand. It's everyone else then being on their side. Like, mm-hmm. like same, I, I raised this point on, on um, my social media again, is like LGBTQ communities, they um, obviously represent I think it was four and a half, five percent of the population in the US. They had to mm. fight for their rights, but only when um only when the op- their so-called opposition or people that are not part of that community started rallying with them that change happened. And I think that is the necessary step. Everyone even if they're not black, even if they're not American, needs to stand with their um, kind of stand with them as an ally to say, look, we don't see the problem firsthand, but we know it's what we know what you're going through, and we we don't want to. We're not going to let that happen anymore. We're not going to mm. stand and and be witnesses for the for the level of discrimination or for the level of violence that you guys see anymore. I so I from what you're saying I think you know and this is what I keep thinking what the solution what's what is the solution because um you it it's widespread people pe- people some people don't experience it but it, directly and a lot of people say I don't even see color and I'm not racist majority of the population isn't racist but what is the solution so it's I mean it's clearly um i mean is it is it increasing or giving a different kind of education um because it comes down to a lot of these things come down to challenging your behaviors and challenging your beliefs and um and your um awareness really isn't it because it's it's part of the most that emotional intelligence side of things because it's not something that you get taught directly um and i read i was reading a, an article about um about the psychology um behind some of these things and one of the points that was mentioned was emotional incompetence which is you know which which i think would be probably a big part of this because just going back to that incident you know that you can't i can't imagine any of those four people being very emotionally competent um to to witness and be part of that you have to be pretty pretty stupid and and pretty sort of numb emotionally to let that happen let alone just actually do that event but just let that happen and be witness and and the 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 other police officer who was standing right in front and covering the camera as well i mean you you know it's it's not it's not normal human behavior it's pretty pretty low down in the emotional intelligence but also, like you, if they're covering the camera, they know something bad and wrong is going on. Well, yeah, yeah. And the problem is that you've got like. So if we look at it, so I know we we kind of going deeper into the issue, and we we need to kind of explore more about the power trip as such, and and how these people in power, whether you like taking a zoomed out lens, you take Trump's 
view of how he looked at this um, and his focus was more on the, he was like, oh, like if you guys are looting and I'm not saying, yeah, the looting is fine and because it's, it, it's not related. They're not, they're not linking anything back to the actual um, incident as such. But like, he, there needs to be a focus on the fact that look, that, that there's a society that feels like it's not working for them. It's not supporting them. So when that message is coming down from the top of the US, the, the, the head of the US, basically, and it's mm. the head of kind of the head of the world in terms of the way you look at US power is like there's a few major players, whether it's Russia, UK, uh, US, China, India, whatever it might be. Like there's a certain heads of these countries and they're the heads of the world as such in terms of they have a stance on something and that kind of breeds a mentality and a and a and a and a conversation and and a a fear as such. If he is putting out these messages to pay to basically continue that fear and to say, look, the rioting and this and that, and he's pushing aside the initial issue, you're gonna have this constant um wheel of the same things go on as decades pass. There's no different and I look at things that you look at um um what's his name? Back in the sixties, seventies, what's his name? Martin Luther King? Oh Martin Luther King Jr. Yeah. Yep. And yeah, yeah, you look at that and it's like um same things. We're in twenty twenty now. I can't remember exactly when it was, um maybe seventies, eighties, nineties. But um the same things are happening where they, the the black communities in the US are seen as second grade citizens. So we have to look at things and say there is a problem in the system, whether we are part of the problem or not, whether we are on the the receiving end or not, there is a problem in the system and you have to explore, okay, so what are we doing to stop the problem now? How do we prevent the problem? Because we can look at things and source the issues and why there's a power trip that exists and why there's a certain um, level of oppression that exists, whether there's um, a complex inferiority, superiority complex. Has that evolved through the colonization of various uh, African and Asian countries throughout the last several hundred years? All of that stuff plays into this whole complex as such. But forget all of that. Forget all of that stuff that's happened and look at current state because it's not reasonable for anyone to feel like they're worth less and for the system to feel to make people feel like they're not it's not working for them. Because that you like these people that have been working, I think the, there's a there's a, a statistic, I think at least double or triple the number of people working at the moment in terms of a percentage are from black and ethnic minority backgrounds whether that's in, yeah. in um, the healthcare system or essential work, they're the ones supporting the, the economies and they're mm. the ones providing the entertainment and they're the ones, all sorts of stuff. So if, it's, if you're going to take the nice stuff, then, mm. then, then, then what is this? What kind of, what kind of balance is yeah. that? Like you want to yeah. just have the stuff that helps you and, and supports you. Even in the UK, there's this whole Brexit stuff going on right now. And and everyone supporting the NHS, the nurses and everything, they're still expected to leave in October. Mm, mm. 
what you want to oh thanks thanks for your help guys and uh yeah. you know the visa situation we're just going to keep it the same like <laughs> the whole level of it's it's it just, it's crazy just to think there's there's this oppression across across the globe let's say most mm-hmm. countries have a level of oppression to certain uh sectors of the community certain sectors of of the country are worse off than others whether that's color whether that's religion whether that's uh gender there are still things that occur and we have to just say no like we there's no space for that stuff anymore there's there's no space for for someone to just be looked at and i think the main reason why we see color as the forefront of things it's anything that is evident first like in first on first glance if someone yeah. wearing a a headscarf if someone is wearing a turban if someone is black asian um yeah anything you can see that within a millisecond you look at them and you know straight away the the association and the problem is that uh, until we don't see that anymore as being a dividing factor and of course there's there's a, it's a hu- huge human psychological um thing behind it like we 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 have been trained for centuries decades millennia to recognize these differences because even if you go back to the the days where we'll be living in small villages you know who's your type of person in the way that you have certain marks or certain ways of dress or anything you know within like you have to make an instant judgment whether there's a a a flight or fright um fight or flight response right whether you have to judge this person recognize them as being different and then make a call on whether you have they're they're uh, uh, um, uh, gonna be a danger to you in any kind of form oh yeah it's a, it, the danger or uh, that's one thing that we haven't talked about is that you know it, we are um, built this way and we've evolved this way uh, over millions of years to we hardwired to um, to to be close to our own group and um, uh, and this has existed in you know for for over whatever millions of years and only in the last yeah. uh, thousand years but I think what you're saying is obviously in in the modern society we we have to we have to move past that hard wiring true the hard wiring exists and 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 everyone is um, a little bit racially inclined to some extent, but but we are not in that those kind of society any societies anymore. We are we're living in a global society. It's it's um, we're all traveling the world. We're meeting hundreds of different people. You know, we 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 have to be more conscious and aware of these um, of these differences. It's we can't use any of those excuses. They all exist in psychology books and you know that it's, it's always uh one of the one of the main reasons given on why people might be racist but it's it's just not something that we can use anymore it's it's oh, it's so it's so medieval the thinking in terms of like the way you think about like everything now we traveling to countries on a daily basis pretty much everyone like not, not individually but like yeah, everyone in the country is leaving the country. They're going to other places. They're witnessing and seeing people from all sorts of backgrounds. It's it cannot be compared to no. like 
when uh, when we used to live in in a in a in a small area of one kilometer circumference. No, no, of course, no. Cannot compare the two. We we no. in every country you've got a number of different immigrants and migrant workers that are supporting every country. You've got a number of people that are making huge differences regardless of their backgrounds and forget you you can't we can't blame hard wiring for everything just because we've been no. doing something for a number of years doesn't make things right we could be doing no no, no. I, I think it's it's important to recognize that as part of that emotional intelligence education but it's it's not something that can be used for pretty much everything you know i'm, I'm a um, huge believer in evolutionary psychology and it does make us do a lot of things that we do and a lot uh, a lot of things are fight or flight like you said um or to protect ourselves or or the um race or the group or the tribe thing could be to get more resources survival of the fittest and all those things but we don't have to fight for all those things anymore you know we're living in an abundant society and we're lucky enough in in the countries that we are not everyone is obviously you know we've got um, a lot of people starving in the world, but it, you know we're privileged and lucky to be living in these societies, and and we're still fighting for these issues. It's 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 incredible. And I think you know what, like you kind of mentioned it there, but like at the same time, it's like we can't use excuses that we've had in the past of oh this happened, oh this happened, oh we are like this, we have this is how things have been, this is the this is just normal for us is who cares if we see something that's wrong you have to call it out for what it is it's as simple as that you just have to like if you if something is wrong you change it if something's not wrong you don't fix it if it's been a problem for so many years and it's not changing and the same issues are arising on an almost daily basis whether it's, uh, there's a number of things, there's a number of things I see in the US where I just think, wow. But like, if if mm. if there's the same systemic issues, my inclination, there's only two reasons why that might be. Either the leadership needs to change and there's a problem in the way it's currently being led or there's a problem in the mindset of the people. There's Those are the only two possible reasons. I, I, I firmly believe in the mindset and and how <clears throat> how do we go about changing or education educating people um, or increasing their emotional intelligence or getting them to challenge these kind of beliefs and norms in the society because a lot of things need to you know you have to get to a certain level of awareness and and be really really conscious and mindful of certain things um, rather than just um, rather than just follow uh, the extreme people uh, like sheep because I'm you know I'm, I'm, I'm again I'm not a psychologist but I, I think that's how a lot of things a lot of these things might work where we've got a very very small number of people who are extreme thinkers and extreme um, they act in a, in a certain way and then you've got um, a, another small portion of the society that follows them or get brainwashed without really challenging anything and without thinking themselves. So that's that's where we need to, I think, target the, the mindset and the, the and the um, education in the in the system.
and obviously leadership as well. I mean, leadership is is a big thing, isn't it? Because um, when you yeah, look, when you have you know when you have leaders like um, the current leader in the US, you've got um, you've got issues right at the top. So um, that's not going to change anything either. Yeah, and I think you know what what I think is important is I I think it's become. I, I don't want to put people down or for what they stand for, but I think people sometimes think it's trendy to stand up for something. And the most important thing is to is to actually look at things critically rather than just jump out and, and just start like waving a flag and not understanding the deeper issue. Like you need to understand the other side and understand the issue deeper than just than just being like of course, yeah, I'm not saying don't stand up for stuff. Don't just show your support because that was also helpful. But understand people. Have a dialogue. Mm. That's, I think, the most important thing for what we're trying to create with this platform for us is to have these conversations between us. But I've had so many conversations off the back of no, uh, a number of uh, episodes that we've released already. And I've had so many conversations about some of the small little nuggets that we've discussed. And then it just drives conversation. And I hope down the line that we can have some events like actual face-to-face events where we have like a panel and stuff because i think that's the only way as a society we can progress is through conversation we can only understand how an american uh, uh, an african-american person is um is is struggling with um any kind of problems in their space and like for me, I'm I'm saying I, I I'm even like saying that I'm saying I, I've mentioned the term black black American African American. Like for us, we don't even really know what people feel comfortable being classified mm. as. And I think even that kind of stuff's important because that's the that's if you're delivering a message and you want to be on the right side of these people because you want to show your support, you also need to understand how they want to be, um, how how they want to be treated. But by you as well, like we we want to show solidarity. We want to show um, our support to what they're going through, but we need to show that through everything, even in the way that we talk about them. You know what I mean? And I think it's important to 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 learn from just conversation and understand what is it that they're going through because we see it. We can see maybe from the other side of it. We see in organisations. We can see, and I I think we've had conversations on this, and we differ in some ways in terms of we see leadership leadership at the moment and and the power or the control of power across the globe is typically held by a white male white males have no um explicit um sort of positive uh attributes that are more so than anyone else from what i can understand and i've seen other studies where it even says that women make better leaders. I'm not going to say that we should force loads of women to be uh, CEOs and stuff, but we need to understand there are clear issues in the way um, countries are led, companies are led, and if these things happen in society and cause fear, it's going to drive, like, say, what's happened with with, uh, George Floyd, it's going to cause fear but there's other issues in the society which has caused a number of issues um 
for people to feel less comfortable in America. It's not just about mm. the police system. It's about um, access to healthcare, access to um, good quality education, um, access to well-paid jobs, um, C-class positions, all sorts of stuff. There's so many systemic issues that form this conversation. It's not just that one aspect of police brutality, which is very much uncomfortable to see, but there's these other things which people are going through that they're not uncomfortable to see from our side. We're not going to like squirm at them or anything, but we should know about them and understand how we can make a difference. Because if we, if we want to progress as a, as a, as a country or as a global economy, we need as to- As a race. At the end, we are, we are one race. You know, we keep calling it racism, but we are one human race at the end of the day as well. But we, but we need to have the best people in power to take mm. over. We can't just say, ah, oh, look, white males have been in power um, for decades now, so that is the right thing. We need to actually explore, like to say, okay, maybe there is a reason why um, in the, if, the, if the people are not in the room, how do you understand their point of view? I've heard from other colleagues where, say, for example, we're looking at a particular um, story uh, that is going out in the news. And if you if you have someone like anything that's there, any any conversation, if you're trying to help, even especially in politics, right? If you're trying to help everyone in society and you've got, let's say, 25 percent of people in society are of black and ethnic minorities, like sort of, yeah, Middle Eastern, Asian, whatever. If you don't have that same representation, at least in um, the kind of people creating policy, how are you going to look after those people? You don't understand them. Mm-hmm. If you don't have the same representation, in I'm not saying every every industry needs to have equal representation. There are always going to be tendencies for for some um some sectors to have more men more women more ethnic minorities whatever it is there's going to be some tendencies of course but i'm saying representation especially in politics to help move a country and the the human race forward in the right way needs to count for every person that's on the ground in one way shape or form whether that means that we need to have someone from the lgbtq community an Asian person, a black person, a woman, any box needs to be filled, not for the purpose of ticking a box, but to make sure that the view of the people on the ground is properly understood. Otherwise, how is, if we have just rich people, policy making, how will they understand the struggles of a poor person? They can't, right? Mm. Of course, yeah. if, they, if they've gone from poor, poor the the rags to riches story, they'll understand it. But I'm saying like, you need to have people on the ground from different backgrounds represented across the conversation because then you can understand how to take those people from the negative space to the positive space. No, that's um, definitely a big part. But, I, you know, what you said earlier about how the what the reason why we got into doing these um, podcasts and having these conversations is to drive the conversation um, and and I've I've had similar similar experiences with my um, friends, and it's it's driven a number of conversations on the topics that we've spoken about so far. And I think that 
it just challenges people's thinking and and until that kind of thinking is not challenged and people just don't wake up from that slumber with you know that something that they've never thought about they just sort of sleepwalk through these kind of issues until that happens i i don't think we're going to see change so i think these kind of conversations and and hopefully um you, hopefully you know with, with this event we we're going to have um even you know even a higher number of conversations around the world where people are uh people are taking a step back and and looking at the issue from the other side uh, even if they've not experienced it and and talking about it and raising awareness because i think you know awareness that awareness in this is the key um because if if you've never never experienced it and if you think that you don't see color uh and if you're not aware of it it's it's not going to change and like you like you mentioned before you know you become part of the problem yeah and i think just what you link into what you just said there it's important not to see color in terms of to see it as a difference but it's important to see the difficulties of those who are maybe not the same as you until we have a society where the differences don't change um the way that we can live our lives and the opportunities that we individually have and yeah that's it and i think what we is this is this has been we, we I, I think we could keep talking about this and there's so many pockets of information that we could deep dive into and we tried to keep things super narrow here with the the topic but i, I think there's so many ways of this the the kind of channel of conversation could go down so many different um different routes yeah. um, so we'll have to leave that for another one but um yeah i i think yeah from what i'd like to do i'd i'd hope that we can we can steer people away from from the rioting i know people feel like that is the only option this this is a sad point is that people feel like that is the only option they have now so hopefully what we can try and initiate and what we can try and be part of is just more conversation. And, and as we, as we grow and learn and expand our networks into those more senior, um, senior rooms as such, and, and the people with, with more power and influence in societies, hopefully we can sit in the same rooms as those individuals and, and try and, plant some seeds for their for their thoughts as well um because i think yeah we need to have better representation so then so then people can hopefully get to a better place and we can we can start working together which is the most important thing yeah it's been a very interesting conversation um thanks for thanks for listening guys and um if you have any comments or feedback or any other topic that you would like to talk us about please do let us know and uh, any any other feedback at all um would be great as well thanks thanks again